0: guys welcome back to another great episode of the cold hard truth we finally got a show intro we're going to be tweaking it and updating it a little bit i'm just glad we have an intro again welcome back i have connor and Peyton here with me boys how we doing
1: what's going on fellas how we doing we're
2: doing good we're doing good
0: i'm doing great guys i'm ready to jump into this starting out with the mlb we're going to get right into it fernando tatis I mean, the Juan Soto trade basically means nothing at this point now. If you haven't heard the news, Fernando Tatis Jr. was suspended for 80 games for violating the MLB's PED use. Guys, what are your reactions to this? I mean, I'll give my thoughts really quick. The first thing I thought of is, well, there there go the World Series chances. They're done now because, again, you have teams like the Dodgers, the Mets, the Braves. Without Fernando Tatis, I know that they still have star, star talent and star players. But without him, I just don't see them being able to knock off a Dodgers team who just came off winning 12 games in a row. They've been the hottest team in baseball besides the Mets coming out of the All-Star break. So I really think their World Series chances are done. They're finished. But, Connor, your reaction to him getting suspended and what this means for the Padres?
1: Well, first of all, I'm not really surprised. You know, just I feel like ever since he's entered the league, he's mostly been all about himself, um, you know, especially starting this year with his motorcycle accident in the offseason. Got real no – um like reason as to why he even did that in the first place and then go on and do this when, when he's on rehab and like a week out from coming back. Yep. It just really makes no sense. And also like his teammates give, give major props to the, to the Padres front office and, and his teammates for calling him out. They're saying he needs to mature more that it's not all about him. It's got to be about the team. And they're also accepting that, you know, he's, he's not here and the Padres have made it this far so far without him. So I've, I've been thinking about it two ways. The Padres, really are going to miss him on the field just because he's a great player in the clubhouse. I don't think they're going to miss him at all just because of the uh, distraction that he brings to the team.
2: I agree with Connor. I think the ringworm thing to come out with that immediately, too, is <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. utterly, that, that utterly, ridiculous. <laughs> utterly disrespectful, especially to the guys that do it the right way and, uh, and, yeah, and don't really. take PEDs. And again, this doesn't hurt anybody more than it does his teammates, because like you said, it ruins their chances at, at a title. I don't know. He's a diva. It's upsetting. Shout out the Padres though. I had to wear my hat for the Padres fans out there. I'm so they might sorry. Need you to play shortstop now, especially maybe. after the one, especially <laughs> after the Soto trade. It's like, why now? Like if you're gonna that's be, that's what idiot, I'm saying. If you're gonna be an idiot at any time, do it when you're in the dumps, when your team has no chance. This is the one time where the Padres really look like they have a decent enough roster to compete with a team like the Dodgers. And with him gone, I, I agree with Connor though. It might be a, like the silver lining of this. Maybe he matures and maybe he grows up a little bit and breaks that diva attitude that he seemed to have since he came into the league again we all know he's an elite talent but again just super disrespectful to his teammates and super disrespectful to the organization because it looked like their chances were pretty good after the juan soto trade and now they're in the dump so i guess that's thing, also just Connor really quick can, yeah,
1: yeah the dude's already gotten paid he has a that's 14 too, year yeah. 340 million dollar deal what the hell are you doing yeah. steroids for that's it, the, just, it that, just doesn't that, make sense that's the great
2: and thing about they, baseball eh? all the guaranteed money
0: yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah definitely. And and the 80 games, it transfers into next season. So he's going to miss the start of next season as well, because there's only about, what, like 50 games left, yeah. probably less than or 50 games left, a little bit less than that. So he's going to miss the first 30 to 40 games of next season, you know, including this. So that hurts the Padres going in, you know, building chemistry and training camp next season as well. Connor, I want to clarify, though. Obviously, they're going to miss him on the field, but you were making the statement that they're going to—they're not going to miss him in the locker room, in terms of his effect on morale and just how he affects the teammates in general. Correct?
1: Oh yeah, no, just because I mean they're in the wild card right now. There's, there's obviously no way that they're winning the division. The Dodgers Definitely are already yeah, like not at this point, <laughs> sixteen games up. But yeah, just just for yeah, just like for team morale, he hasn't really been around the team all season due to his own selfish action, uh, actions. But. Just him, you know, going out and doing whatever he wants is not going to slow down the Padres, and they're still going to the postseason. So,
0: Yeah. Next thing I want to talk about, this hits home for me, and, of course, it would for Jacob. He's not here with us today, but it definitely hits home for him because I've talked to him about it off the show. Yankees, they were the best team in baseball in the first half of the season. Coming into this half, in this last little stretch of twenty uh, of twenty games, they are nine and eleven, or they sorry, they've won nine out of their last twenty games, and they are nine and eleven in their last twenty. They've been shut out three times during that stretch. I need to understand what's going on with the Yankees, Connor. I'm going to clarify myself too because yep. I made a mistake there. They've lost nine out of their last eleven, and they've been shut there out three go. times. Not twenty games. It was there nine out go. of their last mm-hmm. eleven. Re- I read that wrong. So what is going on with the Yankees right now? Why are they struggling so much? He, Judge is still playing well. What's going yeah. on with the Yankees?
1: Well, you know, beginning of the season, their entire starting rotation looked like they all had a chance to win the Cy Young. I mean, Garrett Cole is obviously Garrett Cole. He's a really good pitcher, and he still is, yeah. even though he has those blowups from time to time. Uh, Nestor Cortez still having a great season, but do you really think that Jameson Tyone is going to have a under-3 RA for an entire season? And then they go on and trade Jordan Montgomery. Domingo Herman is actually pitched really well. He's probably their number three right now, if you think about I'm it, Tino. You
0: know. on. Montgomery was the one that shut us out the day after we, took, yeah. we traded him, and then we play him a day later, and he shuts us out. That was yeah. ridiculous.
1: Yeah, so he he throws five scoreless against the Yankees. His next time out, he throws six scoreless. He's, he has 11 scoreless yeah. innings as a Cardinal already. It's, it's just insane. But, you know, just the Yankees lineup also, um, Andrew Benintendi has been a disappointment to this point. Aaron Judge continues to rake, but – at, but the Yankees' offense goes as Judge goes. If Judge doesn't hit three-run home runs, the Yankees don't win the game. Facts. So, Pretty um, much.
0: And he was over four last night in the shutout against the Red Sox. That shows yeah. you if he doesn't if he doesn't hit the ball, they have no chance.
1: Yeah. So, just like as as I said, you know the Yankees go as Judge goes. Uh, Lemayhew's now on the injured list, or he's day to day for out, a couple yeah. days. Stands out for a while. Rizzo's back; he's acting up um the bullpen hasn't been as reliable with the injuries Michael King Chad Green we know about Clay Holmes has been a disaster they might have to give the closer role back to Chapman honestly
0: possibly and that's no that's no better because at this point in his career Chapman I don't want to see him on the field again because the last time I got to say this, last time in the postseason, two times, once against the Astros, throws that pat- patented fastball and then looks at looks up at it and gives that little smile. Yep. Same yep. thing against the Tampa Bay Rays in the divisional series. Throws it, walk off home run. Oh, look at that. <laughs> I gave him another home run, huh? Same shit with him. So Everybody- I don't want to see him. I don't want to Every, see him in at
2: all. Everybody's saying the Yankees did so well at the deadline. I don't know. I think Juan Soto might have been the, the, Juan Soto might have been that missing piece because I totally agree with Connor. Their entire team depends on Judge just raking. Granted, Judge rakes. Judge is a beast, but you can't have yeah. your whole offense dependent on one guy. And and like That's Connor said, not. their bullpen has gone steadily down ever since the beginning of the season. So, looking a little interesting, few Yankees fans over there. Not sure how you're feeling, but I'd be a little worried and stressed out if I was you. Then again you know they what? do they do still have a 10 and a half game lead so the not division
0: even, it's not about the division though. I'm saying you the gotta, playoffs
2: I'm saying
1: playoffs yeah I'm just saying Play- playoffs playoff against time, the Astros
0: yes. yeah against the Astros they got no chance yes. right now with the way they're playing like the if good I think is, is though
1: that it is August 15th and, okay, the, that's and true. the postseason's and, still a while away so
2: and, yeah but no and, yeah
0: You'd rather your down
2: come that, now than closer yes. to the playoffs. You know that what I mean? Exactly. I agree
0: with that. So And Aaron Judge did come on in an interview and say that, you know, teams experience this. It's an 162-game season. So, yes, you are going to have ups and downs. The Dodgers weren't. They, they, they had a few downs earlier. They just won 12 games in a row before losing last night. So teams are going to experience that that roller coaster throughout the season. I have to give my take as to why I think the Yankees are struggling. Joey Gallo has gone. Ever since Gallo left, we're they're, they're terrible. Dude's raking. It's the Joey Gallo curse. And ever <laughs> since he went to the Dodgers, they won 12 in a row. Gallo on the Dodgers, it doesn't matter that he has to – he doesn't have to hit the ball, do nothing. I said this. He goes to the Dodgers. They, they, they're phenomenal. They win 12 in a row. They have almost 80 wins this season already. He leaves the Yankees, and they've now lost nine of their last 11 games and have a losing record post-All-Star break. You need him. Joey Gallo that. was the missing piece. I guess him striking out every single damn at bat was what we needed because the Joey Gallo Gallo
2: curse might be your best quote yet. I think that's that's
0: it. It it has, but it has to be though, because it's not even, but the unfathomable, an unfathomable thing is is that it's not just the Yankees struggling. It's the Dodgers hitting their stride with him now. Mm -hmm. That's what's scaring me about it is that what, like, what happened? I, I just – I don't know what to do. I talked to this about Jacob. He agrees with me right now. He he says, listen, it's the Joey Gallo curse. We don't have him. We struggle. Jacob,
2: Yankees... would, Jacob would <laughs> not agree with you right now if he was here. I'll tell you that right now.
0: Obviously, he wouldn't agree. I'm just saying that he told – he said the same thing when I was talking to him off the show. In all seriousness, though, it really is the pitching. That's the biggest issue yes. for them right now because they can – overall, they can hit the ball pretty well, even with Stanton hurt and Lemayu hurt now as well. Mm-hmm. The pitching is the biggest issue. Their starters I mean we, we we talk about Garrett Cole nobody on this roster right now besides Nestor Cortez has an era below 4.0 I believe I think Nestor's the only one for the season that has an era four or below it's everybody crazy. else including Cole who is our ace our nine year mil, our nine year 200 or was it 250 260 million dollar guy that we paid two three seasons ago. He has an ERA over four. He either pitches and lets up like six home runs and, or sorry, six runs in one inning, or he strikes out like thirteen guys. It, it's he can't manage himself. He either plays phenomenally or he shits the bed every time he goes out there. Nestor, he's been the only one who's been relatively consistent throughout the entire season. Tyone's a joke to have him as a starter, like our third best guy. That's that's <laughs> ridiculous. Um, again, Herman's been. You said Domingo Herman. He's probably been. The, the second best guy, as of late, behind Nestor. maybe really, really good. The best dude. guy. It, it was. It was between him and Jordan Montgomery. If we were going to trade, I'm loving the look of it because Herman's been great since the mm-hmm. deadline. But overall, even even the closers. Again, Clay Holmes has been horrendous. Michael King, not that great. Um, Scott Efros, he's been okay since right, coming in. Yeah. Has he hasn't done much? But yep. overall, this Yankees team is scaring me because if they have to face the Astros again in the playoffs, this team right now they have to get it together because there's no chance in hell. This current Yankees roster beats the Astros in a in a five seven whatever however many games in the postseason they're not going to beat them that that's for damn sure. Moving on though, we're going to go to the NFL. I want to bring up a few uh, preseason things that happened over the weekend. We had week one of the preseason. It was honestly just surreal to see football on my TV screen again. I did purchase NFL Plus so I can get we're going to get oh, all those goes. games at college. Had, 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 you had let's to let's go. Make that purchase. Yeah, we needed had to that. Make that purchase. Um, the first thing I want to bring up, though, Deshaun Watson, for the first time in 18 months, stepped on a football field and he looked pretty terrible. I mean, I was just shocked to see him on a football field again amidst all the drama going on off the field, against the amidst the allegations, everything. The first pass that he threw, I don't know if either of you saw it on Instagram or it was on the play, over everywhere, the play Twitter. A, the play
2: action to, to Schwartz? The,
0: yeah, the play action rolling <laughs> out to his left yeah. and he just threw a meatball of a pass over his head. Like it was just terrible. Um, bad. what were, what were your reactions? I mean, like, just not even with how he played, but just the fact that he was even on the field when he's not even going to be starting week one. It's going to be Brissett. Should they have played him? Like, what, what were your thoughts on that, Connor?
1: Yeah, you know, just I I think it's really poor judgment on the Browns' part because they know everything that's going on and they still had the guts to go and run that guy out there. And he he honestly deserved everything that he got. The horrible play, Jacksonville crowd yeah. all yep. over him. Deserved yep. everything he got out there. And you, you can honestly just, brain, just blame the Browns for that situation just for putting him out there in the first place.
2: Yeah. I agree. What do you think? I agree I agree 100%. I think it's just dumb to put him out there. I mean, 2020, this guy had one of the best quarterback seasons I've seen in a while in terms of completion yeah. percentage and, and just efficiency. I still yeah. think he's got top five potential, no doubt in my mind. Like, if you let go of all the off-the-field stuff. But the fact that he even got on the field – I don't know. It just felt so wrong. Just like you kind of have to let the air clear a little bit before you let a guy like that come back on the field. Granted, he hasn't played two years in the league. So you want to get him some experience. I mean, but what else do you expect from his first two passes? They were garbage, both incompletions to Schwartz. The play action was worse because he was, yeah, butt was naked terrible. open. It was bad, yep. but, but it's like, I look at Mike Vick two years in jail, went from Atlanta to Philly and had an absolute resurgence. I don't think Deshaun Watson's, Forgot how to play quarterback. I don't think that he's going to be, you know, fall out of the top 10 in terms of, of quarterbacks this year. You know, yeah. Yeah. Or even just numbers wise going forward. But right now, yeah, it looked like a dumpster fire and it's everything that I expected it to be because it's the Browns and they're idiots and they're just stupid. And I think Jacoby <laughs> Brissett's honestly a good quarterback. And I think they're lucky that they have him there to be able to man, you know, man the wheel for at least a little bit before Watson mm-hmm. comes back. Who, who knows when he's going to come back?
0: Yeah, we don't know um, what's gonna happen. We still don't have any update on the on the case if he's gonna be suspended for. Because the six games is now set. It can't be any less. It it can only be more if it does get to higher. My guess
2: it's six to ten, and like yeah, and that like I think even ten is like pretty fair for again the amount of yeah, like like again we look comparatively at other guys and the suspensions and the numbers. Whether it be Calvin Ridley betting on himself and getting a whole season, Tom Brady deflating footballs and getting four games. Like this is a little bit. More it's, of a ton. Yeah, but you
0: can't, Peyton. I want to say that you can't really compare it though, because Sue Robinson wasn't. And this this was the whole weird thing. And I'll like preface this again for the listeners who missed la- our last episode. Deshaun Watson, this was ruled on by Sue Robinson. So she wasn't using any prior case because all of those things you're bringing up the Tom Brady deflate gate, Calvin Ridley, D Hop with the PEDs, everything all of that was decided by the NFL and Roger Goodell. When Sue Robinson gave her recommendation to the NFL saying we should suspend Watson for six games. That was based on only all of the evidence that she had access to in the Watson case. She based that decision, no, like, nothing off of the other cases in terms of what you mentioned. I just want to clarify that. I get
2: I like, I like, get that, and I guess as probably every other football fan or sports fan that isn't an expert on law and an expert on NFL yeah. protocol or whatever you may say, I don't understand why he got the luxury of Sue Robinson and a non-NFL, you know, like non-NFL personnel to decide the case when all these other guys had the hammer come down on them from this clown named Roger Goodell. It's just a joke. But the The, the weird thing is that
0: Goodell came back in and stepped in anyway and he appealed it. So he's going to have the final say anyway. So it's almost like Sue Robinson was pointless.
2: Yeah. It's just a weird situation. it's, It's the discrepancy, the double standard, and realistically, again, I think most people would agree on this. I don't know everything about the case. But this guy should be out for a year. He shouldn't be on the field. He shouldn't be that's wearing a Browns at. uniform. 100%. He should he should have never been at training camp. And again, and, get, not... and
0: gotten 230 million guaranteed yes.
2: dollars. And, and that, but that was... that's that that's the Browns. That's a bad organization. Aren't, that's a wait, bad aren't, move.
0: Aren't
1: they only paying him like one million dollars this well, no. year or something? Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. It, yeah, it was to
0: protect themselves, but I'm just saying the look of it, the perception, they paid a guy two hundred and thirty million guaranteed. He's getting the most guaranteed money of any quarterback. Yeah. Over Rodgers, over Mahomes, over anybody—that's just bad for the for the shield in the face of the NFL, in my opinion. It looks it—it's
2: it's one of it's one of the worst cases for the NFL's image that I've seen. Oh, yeah. Like, because again, they, they come a down, lot of bad one. They've but. they've come well, they've come down so hard on so many guys for so many minor, not minor things, but like, but less relative than relative to this, this is true. A criminal, lot less like, than this, yeah. Yeah, and this is and and it's more fra- like the things that like. Are being alleged against Watson are a lot more frowned upon than many and many things I've seen that guys have. I hope so. 10 games, 12 games. I mean, even, I mean, I'm not an expert on the Alvin Kamara case, but he could be getting. We have updates
0: on that that I'm going to give in a little bit once we get further. We'll wait wait for it. But still,
2: it's a a disgrace. It's a joke. The guy should be off the field. He shouldn't be on the field. Again, I still think he's top five talent wise in the league once he gets his head back on straight. But this is, it's too much for me. Yeah.
0: Connor, I do have to ask you though. Did you are you concerned of what you saw from Watson on the field? Like, do you think he's gonna come on? Like, once he gets his legs back under him and gets kind of the the feel of the game once again, are you concerned what you of what you saw, or do you have faith that once he gets on the field in the regular season, he can get back what he had in twenty twenty?
1: Yeah, the thing is, I think that he knows that he didn't belong out there, and he wasn't really like mentally <laughs> yeah. prepared like he normally would be if this was any really any other season before any of this happened so i'm yeah. not going to take his performance and judge that of, of him coming back because peyton said it he's a top five talent when he's healthy and his head's clear and everything but just just this being a distraction for such a long time now just i I think was in his head most of the entire game
2: and he just played really poorly i agree with connor 100 yeah
0: i'm gonna go through some rapid fire things here for the preseason some of the preseason games that we had over the weekend connor i'll ask you this question and only you Jordan Love throwing three picks in the game against the 49ers. Him being the backup for Aaron Rodgers, are you concerned by this? Like, I, again, it's kind of a minuscule. Are thing you concerned from, by, was, by this Yeah, team Yeah, team. I was going to say the real <laughs> question uh, me, is, right, are right, you concerned, right. Santino? You want, you want me to answer this? Yeah. Yes, yeah, please. Yeah, yeah um, Mr. Packers. I mean, one of them was just a terrible throw by him that went behind the receiver. The other two were off the receiver's hands and like the face masks. Okay. I'm on. not that I'm concerned about it because he's not the starter. But my whole thing is the, the lineage of quarterbacks that we've seen come out of Lambeau of Bart Starr, Brett Favre, and Rodgers, who are all considered all time greats. They're all Super Bowl champions. Or no, did Favre win a my did Favre win a Super Bowl or am I mistaken? I believe he did. Right. I
2: think he won, but I don't, I know, think if the, the, I don't know. if he did. I don't know. He might the, have. The... I don't know if it was no, with no, the he, Packers.
0: It wasn't with the Jets or the Vikings. I'm going to say for the sake of argument, they were no, all no. Super Bowl winners. Bottom line is they've had they've had a lineage of great quarterbacks. Having Jordan Love as a backup, a guy that you traded up for as a replacement for Rodgers. Rodgers is a guy who doesn't throw more than like five or six picks in a regular season. And then we have <laughs> Jordan Love throwing three in a, in a preseason game, one game. It's a little bit concerning say, seeing that he's been in the organization for like three years now. And he's backed up one of the best quarterbacks of all time. A little bit concerning, in my opinion, but you know who cares. Mm. Moving on, we'll go Bengals to the Bengals and Cardinals game. The Bengals very concerning. A, yeah, well, it's he's not starting, so it's not that big. He of sucks. A deal, but I figured. He's, I think he's, he's not. He's no,
2: not. He's not good.
0: I Tr- Peyton, you got to tell me that. I'm a cheesehead over here. We know that. Bengals he is a against cheesehead. the Cardinals. He's straight up cheesehead. <laughs> yeah, loves a cheesehead. Uh, Bengals <laughs> against the Cardinals, though. They made additions to their offensive line. Peyton, I'm going to ask you this question. They allowed three sacks in the game against the Cardinals. Do, are you concerned about the Bengals' ability to protect Joe Burrow going into this season? Or no. do you think once the starters get the chemistry, it'll be fine?
2: They'll be fine. That O-line got so? better. That O-line's got better. Look how well they protected him last year. He barely, I mean, he yeah, got they hit let
0: they let up 70 sacks last year, which was the most in the NFL. I'm just saying in terms of what you like the preseason game, they allowed three sacks and it was the starters that were out there for part of it. So do you think the starters will get it together and develop the chemistry to, they, to play together?
2: I, I've seen a lot that like people are kind of hyping the Bengals O-line and saying that they're going to be like, I think they're going to be better. I don't know if they're going to be like way, way better than they, they were last really year. Uh, I, yeah, I'm, Am I worried? Not really. Um, Joey gets the ball out quick, and you still have Mix in there, you know. And you can't yeah. really stack. You can't really stack the box with guys like Chase and Higgins. So it's like, pressure wise, it's going to be weird to see how teams blitz them. But I'm not really concerned about them. I mean, again, I don't think they're going to take the massive, massive leap that everybody thinks they're going to take. But
0: I mean, I think I, they'll be phenomenal. But yeah, they'll
2: be they'll mm-hmm. they'll be better than they were last year, obviously. But yeah. I don't think I don't think they'll be like. Top You're speaking seven. about
0: the the offensive line in, the, in this yeah. case, right? Yeah, I'm okay. thinking
2: I'm thinking O-line, like middle of the pack type of O-line. But again, with a guy like Joey, you have Jamar, you have Mixon. I don't really think your O-line needs to be that, that great. Um, but it's not concerning, but I don't think that they're going to take the jump, the massive jump that everybody thinks they will. But I think they'll go from about bottom of the pack to middle of the pack.
0: I got you, Connor. Next question: The Cowboys, in their first preseason game, had 17 total penalties. They ah. led the they, they led the hmm. league in penalties last year with 141, and they had 14 penalties in the in the infamous wild card loss against the 49ers. Are you and like and even after I'm going to throw this in there too? After the game, Mike McCarthy said, "Well, like listen, listen, folks. We all know this is preseason. Like this isn't the regular Tough season. Guy. We should we shouldn't be that concerned." Are you concerned? Coach. Because I, I'll say this: I am. But are you concerned about the penalty issues with the Cowboys?
1: From a, from a fan perspective, no. I hope it continues all season long. But me well, too. Not, just
0: as like a yeah, as, <laughs> as, yeah. Obviously, we, yeah. we hate the yeah. You're a Giants fan, but in terms of the Cowboys themselves, like seeing the issues last year and that they haven't been fixed yet with all the training camp that's been going on, I feel like it should be a concern.
1: Yeah, I mean, is it going to hurt them in the regular season? Probably not. But you know, if they have the luxury of playing. Playoff football, one hundred percent. I mean that that penalties are really just how like your coaches, honestly. You know, yeah. Just yeah. During the during the week, that's McCarthy
0: not, though. But that's that's yeah, yeah, that's really just McCarthy. like
1: thinking that your team. Well, the Cowboys are like immensely talented, but
2: the coaching in two, in in two, the two way, spots once again. Yeah, yeah. Tino's so. kind of, Tino, I kind of. I kind of agree with Tino's point that he made last week, where it's like. And it kind of goes with what you're saying, Connor. When you have Micah and Trayvon on defense, and they're so talented, yeah. it, I think it, I think it kind of gives everybody else this heightened sense of confidence on that and on that defense, where they're like, "Okay, we have Micah, we have Trayvon, we have playmakers out here. Yeah. You know, let us take a risk. Let's you know." But again, with good defenses, it's not just about having playmakers out there; it's about having mm-hmm. disciplined vets exactly. who know what they're doing. It and, could be the difference between
1: them winning the division or not.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I, I kind of like it. It goes to Tino's point where he's like, Mike is one of Phenomenal. the most. He's extremely good and he's extremely talented. Phenomenal. Diggs, no matter how much you hate on him, he's still extremely talented. He may get he's a he's this a year. he's
0: a top he's a top fifteen corner. Yeah, I'll give him that.
2: I, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, we won't get into it. But yeah, okay. Uh, but but I, but, I, but I, I'm kind of seeing it now. I mean, again, it is preseason. It's not. It's not the regular season. But if they do yeah. take, I mean. Fourteen penalties, fifteen penalties in a game—they're gonna lose. Like yep. Dak, Dak just lost Cedric Wilson, and he lost who else? Did he lose Amari Cooper. Mari Cooper. yeah. So I mean, unless Dalton Schultz becomes a top five tight end, which he arguably He's not. No, he could be. He, honestly, dude, no, number he, numbers dude, wise, no, Tino. Num, I'm not I, I saying. Can't. I'm not saying. I'm not saying talent wise. This is the same. What was the kid's name from? Stats. Our, uh, what I know what the you kid's mean, name. Stats. The kid's name from uh, Green Bay who was really good that one year.
0: Robert Tunyon, I know,
2: yeah, yeah. uh, not top 10 in talent. But his numbers, his numbers. Volume. He's still
0: still in Green Bay. So again,
2: unless Dalton Schultz takes a boatload of touches and CeeDee Lamb turns into a true number one wide receiver, this offense is going to have a really, really hard time scoring enough points for how much their defense may let up points or even just penalties in general.
0: And their offensive line got worse, and a lot of these penalties are on the offensive end as well, holding, stuff like that. And mm-hmm. because the offensive line got worse and they lost they lost Lyle Collins, they lost a few guys, it's going to hurt them because there's going to be younger guys, backups coming in that are not going to be as experienced and might even cause that issue to further on in the regular season. Moving on, though, that's actually, sorry, I wanted to cover one more thing. Zach Wilson with the injury. Already we're seeing this in the preseason. What we're hearing is it's not a torn ACL. I just got a notification on Twitter, though. He's heading in. He's going to have surgery tomorrow in L.A. on his injured Oof. knee. The reports that I heard initially were like two to four weeks. It could be more depending on the recovery. Yeah, and it was, oh. an, it was a non-contact injury, so I thought it was an ACL when I saw it after the replay. I was like, oh, that doesn't look good. Meniscus tear, going to get surgery tomorrow. Connor, I mean, listen, the Jets, we want to spend that much time on this because the Jets yeah. aren't going to be like the world beater playoff team, but nah. – Obviously this sucks for them that Zach Wilson is gonna oh, have yeah. to miss the start of the season. Who's gonna be the starter? I'll ask you Joe Flacco or Mike White starting at week one if he can't be there.
1: Honestly, should be Joe Flacco. I still yeah, think I mean, that Flacco has some left in the tank, honestly. I think he's decent. He's a I super think, bowl I think quarterback. he to be pretty
2: good. Dude, there was um, Baltimore Ravens fans that were in the streets like petitioning for Joe Flacco no, to start over Lamar like Jackson.
1: So Joe Flacco against the Ravens Week One, why not? That'd be sick. yeah. We get we
0: get a we get a Wilson in Seattle rematch, a Baker in Cleveland rematch if mm-hmm. he starts, and then a Flacco in ba- a Flacco Baltimore rematch if yeah. he starts Week One. That'd what be a Week a One! Sick, a sick reunion for all these quarterbacks going up against their former teams. But I, Peyton, do you think would you like Flacco in there because he's a Super Bowl winning quarterback? He's not terrible for his age. Yeah, I, I'd say I'd I say again.
2: Him. I'm gonna go back to the term silver lining. I don't think Wilson was ready there's a lot of pressure on Wilson this year specifically yeah. because of yeah. how much they're off the amount of they're off in there now. Yeah. And everybody's talking about this guy. Like he, he led the league in picks last year. He was the least polished rookie quarterback out of his draft class mm-hmm. by me. You know, Lance didn't play much, but still this kid was, I don't think he was ready to start this season. I really don't. I think it would have been a tough he, start
0: for last him. season. He wasn't,
2: or no, even this year, I don't think I don't think this year he would have came out the gate hot by any stretch of the imagination. And most analysts are saying this offense is going to take a huge uptick. And I think I, I agree. Hall, with him. Yeah. Elijah Moore. Sure, maybe. But honestly, I'd rather start with Joe Flacco out there, who I agree with Connor, probably still has a bit of an arm left. And you, you do have Brees Hall. You do have mm-hmm. Michael Carter. Flacco might get them through the first, I don't know, eight games. Maybe four wins, maybe five wins. I don't, I don't know if Zach Wilson... I don't Wilson... know that
0: Zach because they have some tough games. Dude, I listen, I agree with both of what you're saying. I think Flacco should be the starter in the case that Wilson can't play, which is extremely likely because, again, the reports before surgery are two to four weeks, probably going to be longer after surgery. But I would have liked to see Zach Wilson. I think he's he would have had a great year starting out if he did come out without the injury. But it's it still sucks to see him get hurt. We, we wish the best for him. Obviously, good recovery. Hopefully, he can get back towards the middle of the season. We'll move on, though. That's all the preseason talk I wanted to go over. Antonio Brown, just when we think this guy's out of the news, he's back. he never is because he's always back in. Because I'm going to read you this, and I'm going to read it from my phone because I want to make sure I get it word (laughs) for word exactly correct. Here we go. Antonio Brown, my biggest regret in my career doesn't involve calling my GM a cracker. Or showing up to Raiders camp late in a hot air balloon with frozen feet. that That's normal. I, I think we can all agree. <laughs> or throwing rocks at the UPS driver. I do that on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it definitely doesn't involve taking my shirt off and doing a victory lap around the Jet stadium mid-game while throwing up deuces. See ya. My biggest regret is that I'll never get to see me, Antonio Brown, play a game live. Sure, I can watch the game afterwards, but I can't imagine what, what, what that was like for you all to see something like that. Like watching the Beatles or Jesus perform at Red Rocks. <laughs> Antonio Brown on his biggest regret. Before I go to you guys, I'm like restraining myself from like just going on like a curse ramp because I don't know what in the world goes through this dude's head anymore. The CTE like has eaten like the, 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 the brain molecules like he has no brain cells left. The CTE, all the hits, the, the hit that Vontez Burpik gave him in, the, in that playoff game, that like ate half of his brain cells and like it, 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 it's all gone. He has nothing left in his, in, his, in his mind. Listen, I can understand like what he means kind of like, oh, like I wish I could have seen myself play. It's not that he said that because I don't think that's the crazy part. The crazy part is saying that's your <laughs> biggest regret. Over all of the other things that you've done in your lifetime, and he didn't even mention all the other things, not to mention him live streaming Mike Tomlin's co-op, private discussion in the locker room. You've done more things than just this. So for that to be his biggest regret, I just don't know what the hell to do with him anymore. He's, he's lost his mind. He's, he's trolling. Tried. I don't care. He's, he's, he's dude. It's not trolling. He genuinely believes this. He has lost no, he his doesn't. mind. No, he yes, doesn't. He does. dude, yes, no, he, he doesn't. Yes, he does. Dude, yes, he does. No, he does He no. believes what he, what is coming Tino, out of his mouth. Tino,
2: he, he wrote that tweet for a person like you who would talk about <laughs> it. No, he, bro, he <laughs> yes, you, he did. Do so you think <laughs> he? He, on. he wrote that tweet to piss people off. And it, and it's what like, did it do? You, it what, it, what did it do, Tino? It got us talking about him again. A guy that we shouldn't be talking about. That has no right. He should just be gone in the wind. We're talking about him again because that tweet might be the best tweet of all time. It's that's a top five tweet I've ever seen in Maybe my life. In
0: terms that of that, was top, so top. F- sorry, you go.
2: When you read that to me, I was crying, laughing. I was crying. <laughs> that's how funny that's how good that tweet is. It pissed so many people off and it did exactly what it he wanted it to do. It got his name back. So you
0: don't believe he was, be- you don't believe that. No, nah, he was probably he being said. a little
2: bit serious, not a little bit. Maybe little he, he, he no but like imagine no him. i would want to if i was a b in his prime i probably would want to watch myself too he was great,
1: guys bro.
0: guys connor, the- connor, do you believe i'm gonna you go just go connor go, go.
1: guys the the documentary that comes out on this dude oh my, in the future the is gonna be oh my God. insane the, no, great watch for, the, it's the gonna 30 be 30 awesome <laughs>
0: no they need to do like a 60 minute segment on this guy yes like have, like have, yes dude it, honestly, you know what? I'll put this out there into the universe. If I'm at, if I'm working at ESPN down the line 10, 15 years, let me do the Make sit down with Tino. him. Make it, Tino. be the let, director. Let me, let, let me do the sit down 30 for 30 with him. <laughs> I need to get in the mind of this of this dude. I there's no to.
2: getting in that mind, bro. There's yeah, no getting there. I mean, in there's there. no
0: way. But Connor, no. do, do you think he meant what he said or do you think he just did it just I mean, obviously he did it for attention, but like Yeah. I, I he had to have meant that like heavily. I genuinely think he meant every word that he said. Uh,
1: <laughs> it's so, I, I don't think that dude's ever meant a word he said in his entire life. It's hard, honestly. it's hard. I, to I know, I, I, it's just so hard to believe that someone would actually say the stuff that he said or done in his life. That's true. I, I just feel like his, like, he is out of a cartoon and he just like does whatever he wants. Like, that's 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 my perception of Antonio. Brown. Yeah,
0: no, he's yeah. literally, he's literally Daredevil from what that, what the, um. Oh my God! He's from the Bugs Bunny cartoons, right? Yeah, he's like, uh, yeah. He's like, he's like, he's like, he's like, literally, bearded devil running around in a circle, just a little <laughs> little, 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 like, just losing his mind. Like, he genuinely. And the thing is, Peyton, I agree with you. I, I already, I prefaced it by saying this. I don't have a problem with him saying, I would have liked to watch myself play. Of course, if I was, him, yeah, you know, if I was him, Tom Brady, Rogers, I would, I would say this exact same thing. It's not about that. That's his biggest regret over calling yeah. his GM a cracker. Like, no, that I don't understand. well, that that's, what makes, that's that what makes that makes.
2: Well, if he tweeted out like <laughs> my the only thing I wish is that I could have watched myself score a touchdown. Yeah, that's totally different. Like nobody would care, but it's the I fact that know. he he prefaced it by I've done all this awful shit and all still, yeah. I mean he's I he's no he's yeah.
0: No, he's full. Not he, watching myself play.
2: He's full blown nuts. I, I'll give you that, but um he did that on purpose and he did it for attention and it worked. Oh, so, it's and not, again, I, I'm going to restate. It's a top five tweet. It's one of the funniest tweets I've ever read in my it's life. Awesome. And I maybe I'll try to
0: like some Elon Musk tweets. This is probably some of like the, like when Elon Musk just tweets, like, Oh, I like Yeah, like Kanye. Millions. Like, just, like In great, terms like, of
2: like people, people <laughs> that I love scrolling through their Twitter feed, it would be Elon Musk, <laughs> Kanye West and Antonio and Brown. Yeah. After
0: for sure. that, I I could scroll through it all day because looking at what he said, it's just like, Oh my god, like who who is this? Like he's not he's not a human being. He's like he's not, not, not from the he, No, he's, he's not, not human. The, he,
2: he's not he's not, human. not from no.
0: this planet. He is not no. from this planet.
2: Nope, he's not. Moving
0: <laughs> moving on though, I want to get to Alvin Kamara because you did mention him earlier. So the post I saw today from the score was saying Alvin Kamara, he is more and more unlikely to receive any kind of disciplinary action or suspension from the NFL this season as a result of the assault accusations he is facing. And that's due to the fact that the regular season is creeping up fast and the NFL hasn't had a chance to go over that probably because they're in the midst of the Deshaun Watson. I'm not, I'm, I'm not stating this as a fact as to why, why this is, this is just what I saw. So likelihood is based on this, there's a good chance the saints could have Kamara by week one. Ka- uh, Peyton, you brought him up earlier. I mean, what what are your thoughts on this? Should he well, be, should he get disciplinary act, action before the season?
2: I thought a mo- I, about a month ago I heard that he got his court date pushed back ninety days. And I think that's correct if I if I remember correctly. Um,
0: yeah, I think I, I saw that too.
2: So. I still think – I don't know. I didn't see the article saying that he's definitely not going to get disciplined. If if he is going well, it wasn't to get disciplined – It
0: wasn't an article. It was just a post from the score. It's gotcha. from what I saw. Got you. Got you. That's fine. That's yeah. fine.
2: I've heard that if he is going to get suspended, it's going to be the back end of the season, which would be honestly awful for the Saints. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. It, it, because. The Saints look real again. Olave Tino's on the bandwagon. I I'm not a big Jameis Winston four, guy. Baby. Their defense is really good. Their receivers are really good. With you have Olave, you have Landry, you have Michael Thomas. Their O line's good. Kamara like, Callaway, don't forget. Like him. <laughs> like the worst thing that could happen to Kamara is he has a like a career year weeks one through ten, and then eleven to sixteen he gets suspended. But
0: and then he's back for the postseason.
2: Yeah, I mean he's back for it, the yeah. he's back for the postseason, but. I don't know. I I hope he doesn't get suspended just because I love watching him play. I know that's kind of terrible to say. uh, That wasn't Mm -hmm. really the coolest thing he did with that assault. The assault charge isn't great, but I hope that he gets to play this season just because the Saints offense looks so good, and I want to see what they look like at full power, full potential. But um, I don't know. I mean, he probably should get suspended at least six games. Yeah, he deserves to get suspended. As a fan, I'd like him to to wait till next year to suspend him. But realistically, <laughs> I, if I had to guess, he's probably going to get suspended for the back end of the season. But again, if yeah. you saw something from the score that says he's not going to, it's I mean, saying
0: that's, it, that's it, new. It, it, it's becoming more and more unlikely just because the NFL, like there hasn't been anything coming out about it. So yeah, I'm, not, you're I'm right. not exactly I'm not exactly sure. Again, that's just what I read. So I'm not like I'm want to preface for the listeners more so that like, we're not stating any of this is 100 percent factual. We're yep. just given our thoughts that what we're seeing more and more unlikely. Should he probably get suspended or some kind of punishment, fine, anything before the season? Yeah, but chances are he might not. So we'll see what happens. But um, moving on, Lamar Jackson contract talks. Lamar officially set the deadline that he will end contract talks the start of week one, and the Ravens will not be able to resume them, I believe, until about February of next year of 2023. That's when they can resume contract talks once again. And he wants a $230 million guaranteed contract because of this now precedent that was set by the Deshaun Watson contract the Browns gave him. So Lamar now wants no less than that, which, again, it, it, we see this trend. The best guy is not always going to be making the most money, and it's not even about that. It's just about what the market entails because we saw when Devontae Adams got his money, then Tyreek got – Like it was just one after another. The market kind of increases gradually as you go. So Lamar wants his $230 million guaranteed. He's representing himself, no agent. It's a little bit unprecedented from what we see in the NFL. Um, my question again, do you think Lamar Jackson and the Ravens will get a deal done before week one, which I believe is September 8th is the first day. It's a Thursday. So I yeah. believe it's September 8th. Connor, will the Ravens have the deal done before then? And if they don't, do you think that Lamar should hold out? Because as, per reports, he's not planning on holding in, holding out, any of that. But if he doesn't – will they get the deal? And if he doesn't, should he still play the regular season?
1: Do I think that they'll get the deal? I think they will.
0: But Before? Even the, if they
1: before? Do,
0: yeah, yeah, before. Okay.
1: But even even if they don't – um, I know I've said that Josh Allen's probably going to win in the uh, the MVP, but I, I think that Lamar's going to be up his heels all season long. Dude, he's going to ball out this year. I, you think, I think so? I, yeah, big time. All right. Um,
0: And then coming off injury too is going to be a big thing. He's going to be healthy. Yeah, that
1: and whether he just got paid or he's waiting to get paid, I, I think he's going to be – Ultra motivated and and ready to go and hope and maybe lead the it,
0: Ravens it, past it, the it, Bengals it, in the going, AFC North. He's going into the final year of his contract, so I mean he yeah. does, he's going to get it he has to get a deal either again now or towards the end of the year, February yeah. around the Super Bowl time. But Peyton, what do you think?
2: I would say that they pay him. I agree with Connor. They, they uh, I, I think there's something inherently wrong with him representing himself. No offense. I don't think he's a dumb guy by any stretch of the imagination. DeAndre he's a smart Hopkins dude. did that,
0: right? Didn't he represent? Yeah, himself? I think
2: he did. He might've, but I, I'm just yeah. not too big. Quarterback
0: on, and receiver money is different though. Yeah. So it's a different, they, very,
2: that is, that is 1.1. 1. 1. And two, like you're in this position for a reason, find yourself somebody that you can trust that can negotiate a decent deal for you. Don't do this thing yeah. where you have to go back and forth and it's a week left. and the, it, now, it's, it's,
0: it's tippy-toeing and the, the organiza- it's, organization it's, doesn't want to piss you off. It's,
2: like exact, it's tippy-toeing, tippy-toeing and it makes, it kind of makes the Ravens look bad in, in all honesty yeah. because if anybody would say that Lamar Jackson doesn't deserve $230 million, I think they're, absolutely out of their mind and in terms of like how he's going to play this year maybe connor's right maybe he will have a career year maybe he will go back to that that mvp season form the tough thing for me the tough thing for me is i don't really his receiving core is kind of weak he still has andrews I, i don't mind bateman But maybe that helps him in all honesty because he might have to run the ball like a madman. And as we've seen, Lamar Jackson is at his best Mm -hmm. when he is just running all over everybody. So maybe Connor's right. But again, I think they should pay him and I think they should get him his money quick. But the whole thing Mm -hmm. representing himself, I think it's muddied the waters and made the organization look a little iffy and a little wishy-washy, which I don't think they are. I think they respect Lamar and they love Lamar and they want to keep him for a while. But it's just been kind of weird. But again, I think they pay him sooner rather than later, in my opinion.
0: Last thing I want to mention is him not getting hit. I... Again, I'm not saying he shouldn't get paid, but I want to just make this, you know, devil devil's advocate kind of thing. Guys like Dak Prescott and Kirk Cousins. They Dak Prescott came off an injury and was paid after the fact when his ankle and his knee were pointing backwards. Kirk Cousins and Dak both had to endure the franchise tag, which is a possibility for Lamar heading out heading um, out of this last season in his contract. He could get franchise tagged, but we see that it has worked out. Dak got his money, Kirk got the bag, and we both agree neither of them are as talented as Lamar Jackson.
2: Not even so, close. Yeah, well, I, I, I mean, they, I mean, as passers, yeah, I mean,
0: de, no, de, they're both better passers, I would say I'm saying, but as a talent, I think it goes Lamar, Dak and Kirk Cousins, we can all agree on yeah. that as a whole. Yeah. yeah. So I'm yeah. saying Lamar is Lamar is deserving of the money. And he also is the Ravens offense, Kirk and Dak aren't like the entire reason that those teams are good. Lamar Jackson has been the main majority majority reason why they've mm-hmm. been so successful the past yeah. few seasons. So If he doesn't get his money, that shouldn't be a huge concern because, again, we've seen two quarterbacks who arguably are not as valuable and as good as Lamar Jackson. Lamar will get his money at some point. It's just a matter of when and how and how much and the guaranteed and all that, you know, all the specifics. Moving on, though. Now, Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt wanted a contract extension. He is, I believe, he's in the final year of a two-year $12 million deal. He's making about six and a half this year. He wanted more money, and the Browns have known that since the spring and they didn't want to give him a contract extension and because of that he then went and he requested a trade and the Browns privately denied his trade request. So now it's the situation of what do we see with Kareem Hunt? Is he going to be in is he going to hold out, hold in? Like my my thoughts at least I think that Kareem Hunt will play because he's coming into his final year of his contract. So if he doesn't get a deal with the Browns, you playing will allow you to get a deal somewhere else to be a number one again because we forget before he became the backup for Nick Chubb he I mean he's utilized as like a third down back almost every single time on third down by the Browns. But when he was with Kansas City before all the assault allegations, he was a top fifteen, top arguably top ten. He was top
2: that. he was top ten. He was a bell yeah. cow, I'm saying, bro. Like I'm saying he's like a, a bell a, cow. A, a, a,
0: a, yeah, at that time when out Al, with Alex Smith in the 2016, 2017 mm-hmm. years before McCaffrey, before Saquon, before all of that, yeah, he was a top ten guy. I was saying top fifteen because you could maybe argue, but yeah, top ten talent. He's ex- still extremely talented to now, but it's just they have Nick Chubb, so he's the backup. Should the Browns pay Kareem Hunt more money? Should they have extended his contract? And should they grant him the trade request that he wants? Because as of right now, they're not trading him, Connor.
1: Ah, oh, it's it's hard. Um, tough, yeah, tough situation. I I honestly think that the Browns are going to end up trading him. I don't know, really, really. dude. I imagine him in Buffalo going to the Ooh. going to the bills why would they
0: give it? yeah i mean well, i mean well sure. they
2: just drafted james cook in the second that's round that's true that, and that and, is they, true. and they
0: have devin singletary still so i'm you know i'm not saying he's better oh, than God. hunt but they, I, I know yeah, but devin they have Sing, devin yeah devin
2: singletary but james
0: but cook a, should be the number 1 by like week
1: yeah. 5 but um but no i i don't think that the browns are going to pay him um just because they're Aren't they already committed to Nick Chubb long-term? No, they are committed
0: to Nick Chubb. Again, I said, should they pay him? They lost their chance, I believe, to pay him at this point because, again, they knew that he wanted the extension in the spring and they didn't abide by it then, so they won't do it now. Yeah, exactly. All right, Uh, so Peyton, what do you – so trade him, what do you think?
2: In my opinion, the reason – I mean, Nick Chubb has publicly stated that he does not want to play unless Kareem Hunt's on that team. So I think, honestly, the thing that will keep it alive is the tandem between Hunt and Chubb and that relationship that they have because they seem to be boys – why would you not be when you're? I think the best one-two tandem best in the league, yeah, yeah. I don't, no, I don't, I don't think it's close. I think the best tandem we've seen before them was probably Kamara and Ingram for a couple of years. They were really good together. Yeah. But Hunt and Chubb are gross. And of the fact that Chubb, a per- perpetual thousand-yard rusher, or whatever nine hundred and fifty-yard rusher, had, he's
0: had a thousand every year since his rookie season. The fact he that had, he would,
2: had, the fact that yeah, he would come are. out and support Hunt and, and say this guy needs his money. This is my guy. That's I will awesome. that. Yeah, I mean, I I respect it. I have nothing but respect for it. I don't think Hunt will get traded. I just don't see what the Browns could get for him. I think he'll run like a monster this year for his contract, like you said, Tino. But I I don't know if he's going to get paid. He should get paid, in my opinion. Again, a lot of allegations, a lot of things in the past that he's done. I'm separating all of that from on-the-field performance. This guy's a stud. And again, I think it'd be dumb of the Browns to let him go for a bag of chips. But, I mean, I don't. what do I know?
0: No, I think and I think part of the part of the reason Chubb wants him there is because he knows that Hunt allows him to do a lot of the things that he does because of B- Hunt's ability to come on he can he can be a, a four down back if you need him to. If Chub if Chub's you know tired one game, like Hunt can come in for a series or a few drives. Like that's that's part of why Chubb, I think likes having him there, and yeah. he also just knows that talent wise it makes them a better team. So he, yeah, he not don't. even
2: not even just tired. Chubb doesn't catch the ball. The guy doesn't yeah. run that's routes. That's true. He's, and K- Kareem, Kareem Hunt downhill. catches. Yeah, yeah. He, he the the exact thing that Chubb doesn't like to do or isn't Kareem the best Hunt at. Kareem Hunt is fantastic at, and that screens and dump offs in the flat.
0: So, he doesn't again, just do I, it like you said. He, he's he's good at it, like you said.
2: Yeah, he's no, yeah. I'd say, in terms of pass catching RBs, he's one of the top he's ten. He's,
0: talk about Chubb, who's top three running back, doesn't catch it. Hunt can do pretty well. He can do yeah. it pretty well. Moving yeah, so on, I, again, if I, think, any, I
2: Sorry, no, no, it's no, no cool. if you have any go, other thoughts, bro. all
0: right. No, it's Jimmy fine. G, right. We'll go to Jimmy G. He hasn't been traded yet. I mean, the 49ers again came out. John Lynch said that Trey Lance is going to be the starter. We know this already. Jeff Darlington, who was one of the beat reporters um, for ESPN, he came out and said the 49ers have, have come out and they've said they're going to do right by Jimmy G as he has done right by them in his time there. So they're not going to send him just to a bad, like a, a terrible team, I guess, is maybe that what that indicates. I mean, again, they didn't say that outright, but I'd assume saying they're going to do right by him. That's what that indicates. Um, I've heard a lot of different different teams come out, maybe, maybe the Browns with the Watson situation, having Jimmy G almost maybe as a backup to Brissette or the starter because besides Brissett, if he goes down you have like Josh Rosen and Joshua Dobbs which is horrendous so um I, I I've heard the Browns pop up I've heard even the Jets now because Zach Wilson was injured or is hurt now I've heard the Jets pop up I think the Seahawks could honestly be a really decent fit for him I think That's that him with Pete, I, I think that I think that him with Pete Carroll DK Metcalf Tyler Lockett again who's the running back they got Peyton, you know him in the in the second round Kenneth
2: Walker Kenneth, Kenneth Walker. Walker yeah
0: I feel like the Seahawks could be a decent space but uh Connor, where's Jimmy G going to end up? Is he going to be traded before the start of the regular season? What's going to happen there?
1: I think that we'll know tomorrow, you know, if, if Zach Wilson's injury ends up being worse than originally thought, I think the jets could really swoop in and go get him. I'm serious. Oh, yeah, you,
0: I, you could, you could trade like a second, maybe a second. second yeah. And, and you first, know, probably. We,
1: we were saying like the jets offense is really solid. Like they brought in a lot of good rookies, a lot of good veterans as well. Their O line has gotten better. Game and, manager uh, like
0: Jimmy G, no turnovers yeah. could be I good.
1: mean, he he may be not maybe like as flashy as Zach Wilson, but he'll, he'll uh, get the job Dude, done. And you could have damn. Jimmy G and Flacco right there. That's that's a solid one too.
0: Yeah, I agree. Hey, I, think, I agree with Connor. That's the best best fit.
2: I said the Seahawks, like you said, because I think that again, you're not gonna win with Drew Locke, you're not gonna win with Geno Smith. I don't know who the third option is, but you're not it's winning with any of those it's guys. Oh it's hard, God. it's hard because with a team like the Seahawks, you have Lockett and DK, which are such deep threats, and mm-hmm. Jimmy's deep ball sucks. But again, we, yeah,
0: the, the, we saw that in the Super Bowl against the Yes, Chiefs, missing, yes. missing but, Sanders but, there.
2: But to say that uh, law or whatever. Drew Locke or, or Geno Smith's deep balls any better would be blasphemous. One, yeah. Two, you have Kenneth Walker there, who I think you could run to the ground, give twenty touches a game. Not to mention Rashad Penny, who still had a pretty decent back end of the of last year. I would, I would go to the Seahawks. I think they're a decent enough team. It's weird when you say that the the ers say they're going to do well by him and get him to a decent roster. I don't know how many decent rosters would actually want to take on Garoppolo That's right true, now, yeah, or even have they're, they're, him as a,
0: yeah. That's he's true. not, he's
2: not really a starter realistically, unless and a lot team... of good
0: rosters already have good starting quarterbacks. That's why they're yeah. good. So, I mean, and again, yeah.
2: he was good. At, he was good on the Niners because they're so run heavy and he's such a good game manager that again, I was trying to think of teams that had decent running backs that could, man, that he could manage the clock and maybe scrape out some wins.
0: They I'd also say this have one of the best, minds in football and Kyle Shanahan running the, running the show too. Yes, part of yes, it. <laughs> yes.
2: But I, I said the Seahawks. I also like the Jets. And again, I'll go back to my quote. This It's a silver lining for me. I don't think Zach Wilson was ready. And I honestly believe that Joe Flacco or Jimmy Garoppolo would get you more wins than Zach Wilson would. It's a, hot, it's a, hot, it's a, hot, it's a hot take, take right there. Yeah, I agree with I it. Feel. It's how I feel. Right. The Jets the Jets, honestly might be better off because I, I love their additions in the offseason. Yeah. I think their offense is loaded. The only question mark I had about defense their team was, was def- defense defense one. It got better. I, for me, it was Wilson. I don't trust Zach Wilson, and I don't think that yeah. he can he can win a lot of games. So I would All say right. either the Jets or the Seahawks.
0: We'll see. Um, last thing, I want a one-word answer, a yes or no. OBJ still hasn't been signed yet, coming off his ACL tear in the Super Bowl. Connor, yes or no? Will the Rams re-sign OBJ? No. Peyton, yes or no? No. All right. We'll see where he ends up. I think – Cowboys. Maybe, maybe, oh, wow. Cowboys. Cowboys.
2: Cowboys. Cowboys. I'll,
0: uh, I'll throw my hat in the ring. Um, Maybe Green Bay. Let's, like, try to sign a receiver. No. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> Never, then, you know.
2: Not Goudacus, today, maybe, Satan.
0: I, listen, yeah, no Goudacus, way. we could just maybe think about signing a receiver, maybe, but, you know, uh, they, they don't really do that. Can you so,
2: imagine yeah. if you had OBJ and Lazard? Oh, my
0: God. Oh, my God. Could, could I? Ooh. Could I imagine if we signed a receiver? Oh my
2: yeah, god! Yeah, yeah, no. Be and, crazy. You know who? It would could Could crazy. I
0: imagine if it wasn't somebody like Sammy Watkins who's like four years past his <laughs> that prime? That was you know, so that's bad. Phenomenal. So bad.
2: Jordy Nelson I, coming I back anytime soon? Yeah,
0: yeah probably. Yeah, he's Come back from farmland. <laughs> Randall <don't> Cobb? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, Randall Cobb's still there, but he's yeah, true. Is Cobb prime, still there? He is, but he's—he's yeah, he's not prime anymore, though.
1: Donald Driver, you could use him, honestly. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, Greg, even Greg
0: Jennings, I've seen. I, <laughs> Greg I've seen, on, I, I've, I've seen him on Undisputed a few times. What's the that guy? That what's
2: that guy that used to wear the sweatshirt? James Jones, that's Oh, name? James,
0: the yeah. hoodie baby, James Jones. That guy back. was dude, elite, dude. They're all forty-year-olds. They might as well play now. Anyway, moving on. We're going to do our top five offenses, top five defenses. I'm going to start. I'm We're just going to go five to one straight for all three of us. Mm. I'll throw out an honorable mention for the offense. I have the Buccaneers as like a team that I think could be in the top ten because of how much they're going to pass the ball. High powered with Brady, Evans, Julio. I think their offense just will be gunning because they're going to pass the ball so much. So I won't put a – what are you shaking your head for already? <laughs>
2: the fact that you don't have the Bucks in the top five.
0: Oh, I have them <laughs> like six or seven. Number five, I have the Chiefs. Uh, I think Mahomes is still going to be able to get this thing going. I think with Juju, MBS, even with the loss of Tyreek, they still have Travis Kelsey, who we've heard like nothing about all offseason. He's still there, second best tight end in football. So I think the Chiefs, you know, they're, they're still going to have a really good offense with Mahomes. No doubt, Andy Reid, phenomenal coach. Um, I'll mention this. The reason I had the Bucks on the outskirts is because Todd Bowles is more of a defensive head coach than Bruce Arians. He focuses more on that end of the football. I'm just saying head coaches play a role. So I'm going with Andy Reid. He's a better mind. So I'll go Chiefs at five. At number four, this is where Peyton's going to kill me. Fly, Eagles, fly, baby. I got my Eagles at the fourth-ranked offense in the NFL with points scored. I think Jalen Hurts is going to come out and have an absolutely phenomenal season. Uh, Devontae Smith, A.J. Brown, Miles Sanders, (laughs) phenomenal, phenomenal offensive line. (laughs) Dallas Goddard out here. The Eagles are going to be the fourth-best-ranked offense in the NFL. Number three, I have the Chargers. I think the MVP Justin Herbert's going to get it done for them with Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Austin Eckler in the past game. I have no, no, no doubt in my mind they'll be top five. Number two, out of the Buffalo Bills, I think Josh Allen again with Stephon Diggs, James Cook, uh, even Gabriel Davis last year who had a breakout game in the divisional round. He's going to be a stud, especially with all the attention Stephon Diggs will get. Number one, I have the Bengals. I think Joe Burrow with again three receivers who are going to be top, who are going to be a thousand yard receivers again. Joe Mixon a much better offensive line more time for Burrow. I have the Bengals as the number 1 offense in the NFL next season. This list, <laughs> I think I, I don't I don't think they're happy with this guys if we can, you know. I, I don't know if you guys are agreeing with this much. But that's my top 5. I don't even want to, give my, uh, to pain, give my
1: list.
2: I don't even want to give my list.
1: Payton, go ahead. Go ahead.
2: No, I uh, I got uh, uh I got the Broncos my honorable mention. <laughs> uh okay. You know, Shout out Russ, shout out Cortland Sutton, (laughs) shout out Jerry Judy, Javante Williams, great offense. I think they're going to be really good this year. Number five, I have the Chargers. I really don't want to talk about the Chargers anymore because Tino has gassed them up beyond humanly possible. There's just no more to talk about with the Chargers. Number four, I have the Bengals. I agree with Tino that they're going to be great. I don't think they're going to be number one, but I still love Joey B. I like the improvements to the O-line. I love me some Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and Tyler Boyd, so I think they're going to be good. Hmm. Number three, I have the Kansas City Chiefs. I think they're underrated. I think people are forgetting about Mahomes and kind of like completely just throwing him to the side and kind of nobody's really talking about the Chiefs. I get they lose Hill, but I really don't think he was – I mean, he's a great receiver. He, he, had a mass, he had a massive impact. But you you pick up some burners in Skymore and MVS, and hopefully you know they can take some of that workload off of a guy like Juju or Kelsey. But they're still a great offense. So I have the Chiefs at three. I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at two for every reason that there is the, – I mean, it's Tom, Tom F. and Brady – and Julio Jones again, massive addition to He's me. I, go off, dude. All That's of you, everybody, awesome. everybody's saying it's minor. It's not minor, it's Julio Jones. It's still Mike Evans, it's still Chris Godwin, and playoff Lenny. Come on, boys, don't forget uh, about my Bucks. Number one, I have the Bills. We've all showed our love for the Bills and shown our love for Josh Allen this year. Diggs, we Gabe Davis. Picking to
0: win the Super Bowl.
2: If they added yep. OBJ, I mean, my God, my God, Stephon Diggs, Gabe Davis, OBJ. That new running back. Dawson Knox,
0: like, too. Yeah, it's going to be disgusting.
2: Oh, OD nice. So, yeah, I got the Bills at yeah. one. I think that's an agreeable thing. But that's my top five. I'm done. Uh, I can't do this.
0: Connor, let's do it.
1: <laughs> number five, the Tampa Bay Bucks. I mean, again, Thank Brady, you. Lenny, Mike Evans, Godwin, Bray taking over as the tight end, Bray. and Julio. Julio's going to be a stud. I can't wait. Me, too. Can't wait for you guys to hear this one. Las Vegas Raiders, number no. four.
0: No. I could see it. I could Derek see it. Carr. I'm not mad about it. That's, like my, Adams, that's my Eagles. That's Darren my Eagles.
1: Darren Waller, Josh Jacobs, and Hunter Renfro, all that's studs. Raiders bro. are a lock at number four. All right. Uh, the Chargers at three with Herbert, Eckler, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Hunter Henry, all those guys. Number two, I'm surprised neither of you mentioned them, the L.A. Rams. Where are they? Stafford, Akers, Cooper Cubs, that, Allen that. Robinson. Yeah. Tyler Higby.
0: (laughs) Um, (laughs) Higby. They'll they'll be top 10. They'll be be, be top 10.
1: Yes. And number one, the Bills, same reason. I think they're winning the Super Bowl. Dawson Knox is going to have an awesome year as well. We didn't mention him. He's he's, going to be a stud.
0: Yeah, we'll move on. Listen, I think, honestly... The only two crazy ones for me were the Eagles and the Bengals, but Connor putting the Raiders at four was like me putting the Eagles at four. I don't think it's that much of a difference. Moving on to defense, though, I have two honorable I have two honorable mentions. I have the Colts and the Panthers. I think the Panthers is a young team with uh, Brian Burns. They're going to get J.C. Horn back. They're going to be pretty decent. Indianapolis Colts, uh, Shaquille Leonard now, not Darius. He changed his name. Shaquille Leonard, along with Stephon Gilmore coming back healthy, and Kenny Moore, who was a top 100 player. The NFL top 100 was released yesterday from 151. Kenny Moore, I believe, was like 82. Very underrated slot corner in the NFL. Colts honorable mention. From 5-1, to I have the Packers at 5. I've said I think they could be a top 5 defense. If everyone's healthy, knock on wood, I think they're going to be top 5. They have a lot of talent. Four, I got the Buccaneers. Like I said, Todd Bowles is a defensive-minded head coach. They still got Vita Veya. They still have Shaquille Barrett, Levante David, Devin White, good secondary, um, Antoine Winfield. Their secondary was injured all year last year, so if they're healthy, they're going to be a lot better. Three, I have the Saints. Again, Dennis Allen taking over. He's another defensive-minded head coach. Cam Jordan, Tyron Matthew. You got Demario Davis in there. They're going to be a great team. Buffalo Bills at number two. They were the number one-ranked defense last year. I have them at two. Number one, I have the Chargers. They made the most additions mm. in the in the offseason for defense. Khalil Mack, Joey Bosa, Sebastian Joseph Day at the D-Tackle, JC Jackson, Derwin James. They have four of the biggest names and some of the best performers on the defensive side of the football. Chargers are the best defense in the NFL next year. Connor, Good. what do you got?
1: No, Peyton, go ahead.
0: Peyton, go.
2: I have the Chargers at five. Tino just said every reason why. Why? Uh, again, the addition of JC Jackson and Khalil Mack is absolutely massive with both of them. I don't have them at number one, but I have them at five Four, I have the Ravens. That's my hot take hmm. for the day. Uh, I like it. I don't know yeah, why I, d- I just decided to put them on. I feel like they have the the potential. Be top Humphrey, five. They, no, they I, three, I like, five. I like, I like Humphrey and I like the kid they just drafted that I picked for rookie hmm. of the year, but I can't remember his name right now. So don't ask me uh, three. Kyle I have Hamilton. the, Bu- thank you three. I have the bucks. I know they lost Winfield, but I'm still such no, they a still Devin... know. They,
0: they still have Winfield. I
2: thought they lost. Who the safety they lost then? Didn't they lose the safety? No, they, they lost uh, Winfield.
0: No, I... no they With... have Antoine. Antoine Winfield is still there. Or oh, no, maybe he went to the Jets. You yeah, you're, right? yeah, yeah, he did. Did. They, they no, did. Oh, no, he lost. did leave. Yeah, yeah right, lost. Right. Sorry,
2: sorry, they sorry, lost They They lost. lost Winfield. Yeah, no, but no worries. I still think they're going to be great. I'm just a massive Devin White and Shaq Barrett guy, but the, the loss of Winfield is massive for their secondary, and their cornerbacks look slightly weak. But I think their D-line is just so strong. They're still going to be top five, my opinion, again. Packers, Jair hello wow, come it home baby I like that. I yeah, like it. number 2 i just think they're going to have a 101? huge ste- i think they're going to have a huge step up and again i think their offense is really going to take care of things even though you lose adams i think it's going to take a lot of pressure I, I mean again when you have a guy like rogers throwing the ball i think it takes a lot of pressure off the defense and i just see them taking a big step up this year and then number 1 i have the bills which i mean mm-hmm. we don't really have to talk about it i have the bills as the number one offense and the number one defense which is a wicked hot take but <laughs> I'm big on the Bills this year, so I, I have mes- them as I have
0: number two offense and two defense. So I'm, you know, I'm pretty close. We're right. You're right Connor. there with me. Connor, Oof. top five.
1: All right, number five, Pittsburgh Steelers. Obviously, oh! a lot.
0: Oh! I, I debated that one. That's a good one. It's a good one. Minka
1: Fitzpatrick, two Minka. of the best EJ. defensive players out there. Cameron Cameron Hayward as well. He's a dog. All it's studs. A good take. Uh, the Chargers, number four. We all know everybody. We we listed all of them. All their additions: Khalil Mack, JC Jackson, those guys. Number three, the Bucks. everything Peyton said. Vita Vea, JPP still there, my boy. He is
0: still there. Yeah, Mr. Fire. let go, JPP. Yeah. Hey, uh, Number two,
1: San Francisco 49ers.
0: Whoa, hello. Good, they fly a little under the radar. Hot take, hot take. take
1: no, nah, that's a good take. That, I like Joey that take. I'm right? saying hot i hot take. I like Warner. it. I, I like Fred
0: the Warner. take. Yeah. Yep.
1: And number one. Super Buffalo Bowl Bill. champion Buffalo Bills.
2: Damn, yeah. boy, we're so biased. If the the Bills are gonna suck this year now, bro, <laughs> I, mean, I know all, dude, they're only gonna win yeah, like four games.
0: Yeah, but it's so hard to say that you can't really not. Say
2: they're so good, paper, top, like, yeah, they're damn, so good on paper,
0: but like, damn, man, they, they really added Von high. Miller, bro. How can they not be top? Like, dude, they're they're ridiculous. But I we only have about like two five, two to three minutes left. I want to talk about the NBA real quick. Kevin Durant gave the Nets an ultimatum. He met with owner Joe Tsai and told the Nets that you either have to trade me or fire Ken or Sean Marks and Steve Nash, the Damn. head coach and the GM said, pick between the two of us. He started out the meeting by reiterating his trade request. And then I saw a report today from, I believe, let me pull it up real quick. It was from NBA reporter, Mark Stein. There are a lot of murmurs and rumors that KD will be more apt to retire than play for the Nets next season. So I'm <laughs> curious. Should Connor really quick because we don't have the most time left? Should the Nets trade KD or should they fire Marks and Nash if they had to make a decision?
1: They should trade him and just not listen to a word he says. I I just don't like how the NBA has become such a big players' league. I know that the players enjoy it, fans like uh, me. Obviously I don't know about you guys. I, I do not enjoy I it hate whatsoever. this.
0: This, I hate
1: this, Brandon. Is too much. Even, uh who who's the guard for the Bucks? Uh, Brandon Jennings Correct. said it the other day. Yeah. He said the other day that he just doesn't like the style of the NBA. Unreal, unreal. And which is just like. The front office doesn't have a job anymore, which is the problem Facts. with me S- same with same with head coaches. It's just annoying. I hope that they You're trade about, him into like the Wizards or something, please. Talk,
0: talk about job. He's he's gunning for two people's jobs. You're trying yeah, trying to get them fired. Like yeah, yeah, that, that's th- that, that's beyond like wanting to have like a say in stuff. You're t- like it's just ridiculous.
2: If, Honestly though, my take if you can't get a good enough which is a lot back for Kevin Durant, then you fire those two guys immediately, especially Steve Nash. I I, I agree Steve with you. Nash, Nash sucks as a head coach. He should have you know, never been a head coach
1: your franchise not because
2: this guy's telling you to the fact that it's out now and that it's in headlines it makes it look really bad if you do because then it's just saying that he has all the power and control over us at that point so
0: no i'll say this i genuinely think though that KD, we're gonna run a little bit over but it's fine KD, i will say this the The fact that he requested this is ridiculous, but in my opinion, I mean, Sean Marks, obviously, you shouldn't want to get rid of because he's a phenomenal GM. In my opinion, he's done a good job of building this team. Mm-hmm. Steve Nash is there by default. He is there because Katie and Kyrie said, we don't need a head coach. We'll play without one. Just bring in this doofus, and he's done nothing. He's part of the reason they haven't made it to a conference championship yet. Get you know? rid of him. He shouldn't get rid of Nash. It, it, forget what Katie said. Nash should have been gone. He should be gone right now. I agree. Out, out, outside of this ultimatum. Last thing. We don't have to react to it, but I'm just going to say it. NBA, they're going to retire number six. We had talked about this prior. the first player ever for Bill Russell. He's number six is being retired. The first player ever to have his number retired league-wide. LeBron James is going to have to change his number now because he wore number six last year. He's going to have to go back to number 23 for the Lakers, but a great move by the NBA. I think it was, again, well-earned by Bill Russell. First player ever, again, to have a number retired league-wide. Guys, that's going to do it. We covered a lot of stuff today. There's so much going on with the NFL season approaching, all this different stuff. Thank you guys so much for watching. Again, in our second live episode here. We're pumping these out every single week. Thank you guys so much so much for listening to another great episode of The Cold Hard Truth. See you guys next time. Peace. Thank you. Peace.